Quick shout out from our sponsor, Sheer ID. Are you trying to boost conversions to your Shopify store? Need to drive more customer loyalty? Get results fast by offering exclusive discounts to consumer communities with Sheer ID. Sheer ID helps verify students, teachers, military, first responders, and so much more of these groups. With Sheer ID, you'll get a verified match in seconds. You can spit out an exclusive discount for customers on the spot. Try speaking directly to a new customer segment with this verifiable identity without adding friction to the shopping experience. Continue to drive incremental revenue in the next 90 days post-purchase with more tailored messaging for your email and SMS campaigns. I personally tested ShareID to see just how easy it was to get set up, and I was pretty much ready to go in under 15 minutes. The onboarding was simple enough for me to follow as a non-technical person. Go to sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. Once again, that's sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. It's uh, great stuff. We both tried it. We both yeah, like it. it. Honestly, and... God, I've been drinking nothing else for three months. I you know, I think in like February, I tweeted saying I was having issues with caffeine. And I was just like a jittery mess. And Greg replied to me like, well, just try this. If it's no good, I'll refund you. Honestly, I haven't stopped since. It's fantastic. I love it. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O-Wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Welcome back to the Brand Builders Podcast. If uh, you're first time joining us, then uh, hello, howdy. Uh, we have Tom Brown and myself, Matt Lady, as your co-hosts. Uh, we were freelance consultants, brand owners, etc. But now we're both hence of growth. So today's episode is all about growing and brainstorming in public and about how we're each going to grow, how we think about growth, strategies, tactics, ideas, problem solving, all this good stuff. So today we're just going to jump into that. Tom, you're head of growth at Hutch. Uh, oh. It's been about... It's been... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's been about it's been about a week, if not two. So, how how's it been going so far? What are you it's up been, to? It's it's been diving at the deep end. Yeah, it's been. What are we at? I started last Tuesday, so we have what, eight eight days in. Eight days in. I don't know where the hell that's gone. <laughs> no, honestly, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Sate CEO came down to Basingstoke, where I live, last week. We spent like four days together, really just diving into the back end of the business and just tearing everything apart. It was a deep dive for me into, you know, every client they've got, like what's worked, what's gone wrong. Um, kind of going over like past sales pitches, just every little intricate part of the business they kind of threw me into. I think yeah. we kind of figured we we're going to do the same this week and it's been some of that, but yeah, it's definitely just been like boots on the ground and just go. <laughs> so for those that haven't listened or haven't caught in the other episodes or are brand new, Hutch is a 3PL that is coming mm -hmm. out of sort of stealth mode slowly uh as yep. hopefully we're talking about it uh, they hired you to like market it and talk about it more so they're uh based in the uk and they've been growing the last couple of years and kind of silently just getting clients and servicing work mm -hmm. and tom is uh had worked with them this past year basically for one of his brands and so then he joined the head of growth eight days ago as of this recording so <laughs> he's growing a 3pl and he's tasked with that, which is a little different than uh, growing a D2C brand. But Tom, like what, after you said those, that deep dive, you, you, <laughs> you went in deep, you kind of tore everything apart. Like what is standing out to you so far? What's sticking out is something like, like what's red flags, yellow flags, green flags. Is it like 
oh, I can't wait to do more of this. Uh, oh, crap, we got to fix this. Like, what, what, what have we got so far? Uh, I mean, bottom line, like, it's been... It's, to be honest, it's, it's the same sort of stuff I do with, like, Darius consumer brands. It's just get in and, like, figure out who who is the perfect customer, who's the persona, who is the individual going after, which is, I mean, it's exactly what I did with the brand. It's exactly what I've done with, like, clients and consulting. So it was going into that and figuring out, like, who do we want to work with and who is a bad fit? Like, bottom line, like, let's let's start there. And okay. th- that's, that's even meant going in and uh, figuring out, perhaps, like, who are the clients that we currently have on file that perhaps are not shipping a lot of orders or just they're a bad fit for this 3PL. And just kind of hutch, hutch in a nutshell, but it's, it's a premium 3PL. It's kind of the way they position themselves. And it's all about like everything that happens after the buy button. So it's not just the shipping and the packing. It's all the small details that go into actually making a customer unboxing experience. So you know, everything from like the handwritten notes, the inserts, the tissue paper wrap, the ribbon on the top, you know, the way the box is sealed, the way the tracking is all done. And then it's like everything that comes with aftercare. So it's the returns, it's the exchanges. Um, they basically built out like their own version of Shopify flows. So you can you know, write different rules. So if it's someone's like first order, add X, Y, and Z, if it's their fifth order, it's all these kind of mechanics on the back end that you don't really think about that go into like customer retention. It's something I've done like manually for years. And I'll be honest, it's, it's kind of why I went for Hutch, you know, go back 12 months ago when I took the brand over to them versus everybody else. You know, they weren't the cheapest in the market, but they were genuinely like executing on it. And it was the most attractive thing for me to like, to just go in and execute more on that. So it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's been getting in and figuring out like a lot of the brands that are the perfect fit and then work out like, yeah, you know, is there referrals there? Are the introductions that we can make, you know, is that like the lowest hanging fruit to go after? And then it's figure out like, okay, what's the content play? What's the outbound play? What's the inbound play and go from there. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm really glad that you kind of corrected me a little bit by saying it is kind of how I would start at a DTC brand of like, who's my customer and like, who's a bit good fit, who's a bad fit. So I'm glad you kind of just like politely just like, you know, <laughs> said, Hey, no, not I'm, kind of, I'm kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> so no, it's good. It's good. Uh, so that's, that's really neat, man. And I didn't know about, it was like more of a premier thing. And I think it's really smart and really open water of like, mm. or open land to grab of, okay, we don't just get your packages out within two hours of them ordering, like, or we never miss an order or like, there's no mistakes or whatever, like these like selling points are for three pills. Cause you know, yeah. there's, there's a ton of them, but like, they're like, that's the next step. That's the next phase of more online business, right? Okay. How do you stand yeah. out? It's not just, oh, they send funny emails. They send funny texts, like, or they take care of us or the first purchase, they had one little handwritten note. Like, how do you, what's next? What's after that? How do you do it at scale too? Right? Mm. Yeah, it is. I think that was all really fascinating. And of like how you're thinking about that and how is Hutch is tackling that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, you, you kind of touched on it a second ago. Like, we we struggled the last week, and even actually, so I've been at the Shopify Unite after parties the last couple of weeks, and folks asking, like, what am I up to now? Folks I haven't seen in years, and it's it's amazing how hard it is, even at this point. And we're still trying to figure it out is like, what is the elevator pitch? Because the second you say three to L, three PL to someone, like, eight, their eyes just glaze over, they're gone. <laughs> we're just yeah. like, again trying to figure out like, what's that story, and what is that brand positioning that, that resonates and makes sense that isn't unbelievably complicated so that's been a lot of it too yeah do you do you got do you got anything you want to run by me you got a uh, sentence or two or i'll be honest it's, it's still a work in progress there's like there's a new yeah. site and stuff coming out which is why i've kind of not really shouted too much about like taking on the position ah. like we wanted to get new brand coming new site launching hopefully this week if not early next week so probably by the time this drops it should be live hopefully yeah. okay. um 
So yeah, there's, there's a lot of things like in the pipeline over the next week okay, that cool. should come through. Okay, cool. Well, I won't, uh, I won't push too hard on that and I'll we'll see <laughs> it comes out and we can talk about it some more for sure. So I liked how you're like, cool. These are the clients and customers that are working for us. Like this is what we define as a good client. And that, like you said, that goes back to freelancing and consulting and like, like cool. I have my 80% of the clients that work great most of the time. And again, not just that they pay you the most or that you're, they're doing the best for them. Like yeah. it's a human interaction, a human relationship. It's <laughs> you like working with them. You want to go above and beyond and you are thinking about their business outside of that weekly like call. And like, you know, that's, that's what you're talking about. So are there any characteristics or traits, commonalities that you've seen so far? Is it like that order volume, like you mentioned, like there's not shipping enough for it to make sense or what, what have you been finding so far? Um, it's, it's a combination of factors. Like, yeah, there's, there's definitely some that, you know, saw like, you know, they came on board during COVID or very soon after COVID had a phenomenal, like 2020, 2021 and have struggled a lot since I was 14. Genuinely, like there's, there's a lot of those brands that grew amazingly fast, kind of reinvested like everything, thinking that that was the growth trajectory they're on. Now it's yeah. pulling back and it's all like trying to figure out. And to be honest, that's, we've kind of pitched the idea internally of like, you know, what can we actually do proactively to help some of these merchants continue to grow or like restabilize? So I, I think we're going to put on like a few events. I'm probably going to spend quite a bit of time just in terms of like hours, just getting on the phone with these merchants to figure out like, you know, is, is there more that we can do kind of like in almost like a consulting fashion, just like how, how can we best serve you? Not just as a 3PL, not just as like a post-purchase solution or platform, but like what else is there that we can actually do? And whether that be just like, you know, getting 40, 50 merchants together in a room uh, and really just shooting ideas around and figuring like what's working for people and where things going wrong. Cause there's equally, there's a lot of brands in there that have come out the other side and are stronger than ever because of what's happened over the last 12 months. I see. So maybe less of Tom telling these brands to do, but maybe also, maybe that, but also maybe a bit more of, Hey, we're all using Hutch and we're all kind of in this space. We're all kind of in this different sort of range yeah. and community. It's, uh, it sounds like a lot of what, um, like repeat and triple whale, like these, these SAS tools are like creating these private communities. I think wonderment yeah. has one too now. Yep. Um, so I think it's a uh, very good and smart and makes sense to like, look for that extra value add and to connect the dots that are already there. Yeah. Um, and you're, I think you're instead of you trying to, no, you're good. You try to like consult one-on-one with 50 brands. You're like, no, how do I facilitate them to talk to each other and help each other out? Like I, yeah. you're not, you're not trying to be, Hey, I know exactly what you should do. You're just like, Hey, turn and talk to each other and create that space for them to do that. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're, particularly with those brands, because like, you know, Hutch has positioned themselves as, you know, slightly like a premium solution in the marketplace. Like they're, they're pushing hard on retention and the aftercare and say everything that happens after the buy button, which kind of means like the brands they've attracted so far really care and believe in that mission too. You know, they're very customer centric. They're very empathetic brands. Like they really do care about their customers, which comes through. And it's, it, yeah, that, that's kind of the cool part. They're very similar minded merchants. Yeah. So I think that's, that's neat, man. I think that's, I think you're on, I think that's really good. And I think you should keep uh, poking and going that mm. way and digging and seeing what you can find there. Um, and some, I don't know if all of the communities do this or if any of them do, but uh, I know some software tools do, they just have like, or agencies have like preferred technology partners, right? Like technology partners have preferred agency partners. Like that is one way you could be like, Hey, 
I trust these four people for ads, these four people for email. And then you can like help facilitate those too. Um, That's another way to maybe help them is that, oh, like they're, they're still with the same agency or media buyer or person and they didn't like evolve yet or they Mm. didn't try anything out. So they're like, oh, well, there's this low hanging fruit that I can, we can help you out with and we have the right people. So it's not Tom Brown, like (laughs) doing it all, but you're like, you know who. Yeah. Kind of the facilitator. Yeah. Yeah. The guy in the middle. Yeah. So that, that could be interesting too. So, okay. So you're talking to the clients, you're, you're diving deep. You might do this little community events or like kind of, um, collaboration and try to get them talking to each other. What is something that you've learned in the first eight days about being back at like being in a quote employee or like this more structured role so far? It's a good question. <laughs> it's probably a little too early to tell. I mean, I'll be honest, sure. I'm, I'm phenomenally fortunate that Ben and say on the team are genuinely wonderful people who are just incredibly empathetic. So even stuff that's come up in the last you know, few days, because you know, at the moment I still own the brand that I still run and as much as like, it's fairly hands-off, like, you know, there's stuff that's cropping up all the time and they have been incredibly understanding with that. And you know, even just with like personal matters and like, just be honest, just get me back into some sort of cadence and rhythm. And then, you know, throw in, yeah, Shopify Unite conferences. Oh, sorry, just the, the after parties I've been going to the last couple of nights. Yeah, I was saying to you before we jumped on, it took me like two and a half hours to get out of London last night, just with everything that's going on with the, uh, the death of the queen. Um, yeah. But like, you know, even there today, like there's, there's understanding. We got a call at 9 a.m. and it's like, you know, what time did you get out? Like, okay, take a break for a half hour, like go do something else, come back, get your shit together and like, we'll regroup. And it's, you know, it, it, it kind of comes through the same way. You know, I started to talk to a lot of the warehouse team and, Again, what's kind of coming through on that is like, you know, if, if one of them is like having a bad day, one of them sick, like it, there is a very like collaborative and just say empathetic effort to pick everyone else up of like, you know, absolutely go home, like get better. Someone else will pick up the slack. Like we'll just dive in and just help each other. Like, I, I yeah. think that's kind of the bit I've been missing. It's just like that collaborative, empathetic, mission driven kind of company. You're, it's <laughs> a team. You're, you're joining yeah. a team and you're going to build a team and you get to know the team members and ups yeah. and downs and camaraderie of that versus. Exactly. Oh, I'm building a brand. Like this is cool. You, we all work together, but it's not like not as much like closeness there. So, uh, yeah. I feel feel you on that. So, um, I can say, man, on the flip side, can we uh, can we talk too much about where you're up to? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm so glad you kind of at, uh, prompted me. I was about to like just make so now to talk about myself. <laughs> uh, so last episode, I brought up there's a few opportunities and a few things going on with the looking for a full time role, and I have. Uh, landed uh, Subtown Mattress. Uh, they're a long-time retail, somewhat recent D2C um, brand uh, from Portland, Oregon, so northwest in the U.S. And I'm, I'm, now, I'm now a mattress salesman. Uh, <laughs> Did you so, ever see that coming? Uh, never in a trillion years <laughs> could, could I have bet any amount of money on that or have predicted that. Um, and it's less... I didn't care so much about the mattress. I cared no. about the the people who like the customers that cared about the product. So it's like, mm-hmm. cool. They have raving reviews. They've been in retail for 10 years already. And yeah. there's so much low hanging fruit. The opportunity is ripe for the picking. I'm just, I'm tall. I'm six, four, right? Like I'm just going to be able to reach up and grab the fruit. Like it's low hanging, <laughs> easy peasy, like basic <laughs> Facebook and Google ads. Like they're on WooCommerce still like, 
it's so slow. It's so bait. Like they've never sent an email like ever, <laughs> ever like, Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, like, so there's, there's so much like green space and land, like, and the, the, this brand was bought by an equity group last year. So the, okay. the found original founders are getting transitioned out very soon. This like this fall. And so I, I work with one of the guys, uh, Peter, he's awesome from the equity group, but he's like, not technically like above me as a boss. It's like, I'm D to C head of growth. And then whoever I want to hire and work with. Yeah. And then I kind of set the tempo and what I want to do. So, um, that's yeah. Finally, I start Friday. I started a few days, uh, but I've yeah, been yeah. digging in, digging in, and I've been digging in early a little bit and kind of getting some things started. Very cool. So, all right. So on that, I mean, th there's obviously a lot of levers that can be pulled, whether that's like, you know, replatforming to Shopify immediately. Is it like getting Google ads? Is it getting Facebook ads? Like what's, what's kind of your process? What are you thinking about right now? What's a priority, yeah. I guess. The, the big, few big things was kind of what you kind of mentioned. So first thing is thinking about, okay, replatforming from WooCommerce to Shopify is going <laughs> to take a while, but I need to start that. <laughs> and talk to people, see what kind of uh, cost that's going to take, how, how long they say it's going to take. Um, and just making sure we, I talk to a few different people. I, I don't just mm -hmm. go with the first option and all right, cool. That sounds good. Like let's roll. And it's like, it's a big investment both yep. in money and time. So we're thinking like four, like three and a half to four and a half months. Okay, that's, I was gonna ask, that, is this something you're gonna try and do before like Black Friday or is this like a 2023? So uh, yeah, it, it's it's something that if we were just like starting over from scratch and making this yeah. site on Shopify and not having to migrate any data over, I think we could go much faster. Mm -hmm. But with um, wanting to keep all that SEO juice with the redirects and like pulling over sales data and customers and reviews and Oh, that it's, it seems way more complicated and tricky. So we're not going to rush it and try to, you know, throw a brand new site up, brand new platform, uh, for black Friday. I think uh, they've never run up. They've, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, that's my gut. And that's what other people are kind of thinking too. So, and I'm glad you confirmed that. <laughs> and, um, they've never done a black Friday. So they never done a offer discount oh. either. So that's a lever to pull. Okay. Um, so that's, they... that's the, that's like the first priority I was thinking of, cause that's going to take a while, right? Like yeah. four months, right? Like yep. I, as I could respond to their emails right away, I can like get them, I could remove all the roadblocks. I can like project manage the crap out of it. It's not going to go like, it's not going to go any faster. It's going to take no. the time it takes. Yeah. So that's the big one chunk of priorities. I mean, it's, it's how do we kind of phrase it? I mean, is there like this? I guess there's not such a sense of urgency. Like the business is, I think, profitable, fairly well established. Like it's not like it's a desperate need to replatform. No, okay. no, it's Which, it's it's yeah, it's not as desperate of a need. It's profitable and growing even with this. So we're yeah. we're thinking of a, as a eager and excited like wait till we get to Shopify and we yeah. actually get emails with Clavio and bundles and upsells and downsells and a post like actually doing like more D to C like things yeah. um, that's more excited and eager versus, oh no, we need to turn this around ASAP. Like that's, that's what's so exciting. And I'm like, I want it to get done immediately. Cause I know how much room we can go still. Yeah. 
But equally, it's it's kind of nice that it actually gives you like you say four months to actually plot, plan, build this out without a gun to your head. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. pressure. It's it's not gonna kill you. Hopefully, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's good. It's good. So that's um, I got a little bit of breathing room, and yeah. and that's that's kind of like pretty cool. Like I've been with them for a few months. I can show them like build more trust and more, more credibility. Get yeah. more ducks in a row. I get to know the brand and the products, and I get to run the ads. Uh, I'm taking so that's the next thing is I. Uh, Facebook and Google ads, like I said, were like pretty bare bones. They've been through a few agencies and people. And okay. uh, I sat, I sat in on a call yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, I'm new here. Like, I'm just gonna listen in, like, kind of hang out." This is with and an agency, or is this just internal? With the uh, with the uh, with Peter and the agency. Okay. And so, like, we were there. Like, they knew. They introduced myself. Like, uh-huh. I'm new. It's cool. And man, um, I was not impressed. I was like surprised that we pay them this much money to give us so little insight and updates and data and just pretty mediocre, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I talked to Peter after I talked to, I was like, Hey, so, uh, he's like, what'd you think? And I'm like, yeah, I think we can do better. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he agreed. He kind of agreed with me. Okay. But like, uh, I was like, yeah, I think I can do better. Like, the Facebook account is just like, there hasn't been edits in a long time and it's super basic and like really not much creative testing or like, and it's really lo- local targeting to like mm-hmm. the, the city and the state and not across the country yet. So like, there's so much room to go. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're growing profitably, the healthy, like it's mattresses. So like we have a high AOV, but not as high gross margin as mm-hmm. you would expect. Um, and when it's local, shipping is not too bad, you know, in the same city or the same state. Yep. But that's something we have to factor in if we start shipping to Florida, shipping to New York, shipping across the country, right? Yeah, so it at, yeah, it'll jump up. So Facebook, a lot of room to go. Google uh, was doing great, stopped doing well, but they um, are reallocating spend from Google to Facebook. but. I'm not the best Google person, but like, there's so much uh, uncovered stuff there, and so mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten a few. I love Twitter because I can just call in the <laughs> Avengers <Yep>. and like, <laughs> hey guys, I, I within 24 hours, I think I posted yesterday. Hey Google Ads, who uh, who should I talk to? Talking ten, tons um, of people, just, just like your tweet. yeah, yeah. So people like me, 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 me. So I'm like, okay. Okay, you're. I know you. I don't know you. Who's credible? Uh, yep. You went. You you went to my spam messages. Like you don't follow me. Like uh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of like try to sort through it all because there's a lot, and a few people just jumped in, like asked the right questions, and like okay, so what's this? Give me access. Oh, why are they spending this much on branded terms and like not getting a good return? And so, just from that, like I that's what I was thinking. But having other like. Google Avenger experts like confirm it. Kind of validate <laughs> like, it. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. There's um, there's plenty of room to go here. And so if I take over Facebook mm-hmm. and make it that much better, which is again, it's going well. Like I don't know how, but it's going well. So if if this is going well, and I can make it better, and if yep. Google's going okay, but a lot left there's to be desired, of, yep. plus in four months we get Shopify. 
Uh-huh. And we can actually, instead of them adding like single products of like, oh, mattress, a bed frame, a pillow, the protector, like one at a time. Huh. And just like, oh, I want this. I want that. Like people do, a lot of people do that. That is we'll staggering. Right. But like, we will be able to do that much more easily, like in cart or like do a bundle for them. Mm-hmm. And that can only help. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, we'll actually have Clavio <laughs> collecting emails and um, doing campaigns, doing the automated flows. Um, we're, we'll, we might think about discounts, but uh, man, there's just so much like, there's a ton so of much still there. Like, yeah. um, and that's not even getting too crazy. That's like, I mentioned a website, Facebook, Google, and email, like the fundamentals, right? <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't say anything crazy about my like owned media strategy yet where I want to make a newsletter or like mm-hmm. hire someone to go out in Portland and like have a like, TikTok guy on the street talking about sleep. Like I didn't even go crazy, like fun, cool stuff yet. That oh. was like top of funnel building, whatever. I'm talking the basic fundamentals, which Tom, I'm finding out not so basic, not, not so, so fundamental. Basic. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I think it's something we say for granted. I, actually, I would say that that is from, again, I can't, I can't mention brands, but from working with Hodge for the last eight days, like the brands that I've looked at that are doing, doing okay, or actually are doing well and are on their basis. Like they're very reliant, let's say on TikTok, organic, like they're barely running any paid acquisition, any paid media that are doing phenomenally well considering. And like you say, like there's, there's nothing there in the way of flows. There's nothing there in the way of upsells. There's a site that is, yeah, it's kind of been the same for three months, uh, sorry, three years. And it's, it's an original theme. It was free. <laughs> like there is a lot of low hanging fruit and it's, it's funny. It's something I definitely take for granted. And I, I yeah, I think with you, like there's, there, there's so much scope to just keep helping merchants that have a like really genuinely good product market fit and great products and great customer service and really, really care, but are not technically minded. Yeah. They, they know the, there's so many pieces of the puzzle. There's so many pieces um, of the puzzle. It's hard. So many pieces. And as a Facebook media buyer only the last few years. And I just feel like, especially with iOS 14, mm. and I think hopefully at some point we can stop bringing it up, but until then, <laughs> Do you think it'll ever go away? <laughs> I remember the good old days, Sunny, before the <laughs> iOS. I'm still talking about like 2014, like 16 yeah. <laughs> X was great. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. So we'll see how many more episodes we bring it up on, but uh, I just, there's so many pieces of the puzzle and I would like, Hey, br- Hey client. Like, I think we should like, what do you think about doing this? Like instead of a, the product page or even this, these small changes on your product page. Mm. Nope. I'm not like, you're the Facebook guy, just Facebook away. Uh, so how your email can, Oh, you're not doing any email flow. Oh, okay. Well, like what's the post purchase like, how are you introducing a new product? Oh, a new product came out. Why didn't you tell me? Like, it just felt so siloed off. And, uh, um, some town, I, uh, I got all the pieces to the puzzle and yeah. I get, I, I, I know what the picture looks like and I'm the one that can man- pretty much manipulate them and I can make the puzzle look how I want it, want it to maybe not as fast as I want it to. Cause like, yeah. you know, there's, there's budget and constraints and uh-huh. whatnot, but it's, uh, it's so exciting. There's so much, uh, to do. And I, I didn't even technically start yet, but I already started these conversations because I know I'm just like eager and excited. Um, mm. 
Yeah. Dude, I mean, I don't know to what like level you would be able to, but even if you were just doing it yourself, like just catalog everything possible. Like, you know, take every screenshot under the sun of like everything that is is day zero, and come back to it in like six months time. Because <laughs> I know with me personally, like having gone through that transition in that period, like you so quickly forget like all the little pieces. And you talk about the jigsaw and like putting it together, you forget that it was just in absolute pieces six months ago. And I guarantee you'll get there and be like, God damn it. <laughs> I wish I could see what it was. Yeah. And remember, uh, yeah, it's just good to reflect and like realize that um, while I'm excited and eager about this and I know what levers to pull, it's like, it's going to take time. And that's something I'm just incredibly bad at being patient. Uh, that's how I've made a lot of growth and success in my career is being impatient. Yep. <laughs> to, to, but when something like this, where it's already working, the engine is moving. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just rip everything apart and stop it. It's letting it keep rolling while making the right plan, talking to the right people and getting it to Shopify and then like seeing how we can elevate it and make it go faster and make it be more profitable, mm -hmm. uh, all those sort of things. So. Um, I will reflect and like, I'm bad at reflecting and like appreciating where I was. So like, that'll be really, that'll be really good to like, I'll do it week by week. Maybe that's like yeah. a calendar reminder, like five minutes on the calendar, just like yeah. screenshot everything or like take a note of where you're at and then just yeah. like watch it go. So that'll be good. Cause it's all about, all about the journey and so cliche, but it, but it really is so true. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It's a, like I'll be like, like I'll get to like three, like we'll like two X or three X the, the brand in like a year or two, whatever, right? And I'll just be like, why could I do more? But then like I'll forget, like wait, look at where I came from. Like I uh -huh. did all, like I I did this, you know. So yeah. yeah. A quick reminder from our sponsor, ShareID. Find your next lifetime customers by providing verified discount codes based on occupation or life stage. Speak directly to veterans, students, teachers, first responders, and continue to tailor your messaging to them in the future with post-purchase emails and text messages. Make them feel seen with your brand by using ShareID to seamlessly verify their email in seconds during the purchase process. Go to shareid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. A quick note from our sponsor, just a little reminder that No Wave is the coffee for creativity, which us D2C folks need plenty of. Their signature flow state coffee is organic ground coffee with L-theanine. This is shown to help lower anxiety, improve brain function, and sharpen your focus. Tom and I have both tried it and have made it our coffee of choice when cranking on ad accounts and planning for big events like Black Friday. It's the perfect way to kickstart your workday whether you're at the office or working from home. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. I don't know to what degree, I don't know if you can talk about it. Is the uh, the dreaded R word of uh, recession coming up with conversations with them at all? Is it something that they are concerned about, thinking about? Um, a little bit. They've looked at so there's two things mm -hmm. sort of but a mattress is like a relative need mm -hmm. uh yes, to sleep is. on so we got that going for us and since our pricing is 
lower than much most of the D2C darling brands out there, we might like actually pick up uh, when it, if it goes more in that way because we're the cheaper option. If they're gonna see, oh, purple and eight sleep and nectar and that's these a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollar mattresses. Yep. Or hey, this five hundred, six hundred dollar option and it's oh, it's all made here in the US, like and it's like a small brand. Really cool. Yeah. And like it's from like they've been in re oh, okay. Like there are some ways for us to like stand out or fit ourselves into into yeah. either way if we get out of the recession if we get into it so to answer your question yes they're thinking about it but i don't think we're worried about it it's something we're monitoring like generally the mattress industry is down this year okay. is supposedly compared to last year but like i think it's something to just be aware of not something to like freak yeah. out about I mean, yeah, obviously it's, it's a conversation we've had a lot of hardships, just like, you know, obviously looking at merchants and what's potentially the risk, you know, like who is over-indexed, who are we over-indexing on, for instance, you know, if like two or three brands significantly dropped in volume, like how does that impact Hutch and just making sure there's a plan there or, you know, are we in that situation at all? And I'll be honest, like it's, it was one of the conversations I was having with a lot of the folks that were attending Unite the last couple of days, particularly at these after parties was like, you know, is Shopify talking about it at all? Is like, is the app network talking about it at all? Are like are developers and agencies talking about it at all? And it's, it's really mixed. The, the message predominantly seems to be certainly within like developer world from folks at Unite that as much as like they are not growing, they are not shrinking. Like there is still plenty of work. There are still plenty of new apps coming out. There are still plenty of new merchants trying to solve harder problems, trying to figure out how to make all this work together. Nobody seemingly, and uh, I may live to regret this, seems to be worried about what's coming. You know, if, if we're in a recession right now and things are bad right now, and all right, there's no explosive growth, there's no exponential growth, but folks are still growing. That's kind of phenomenal. Yes. Yes, it is phenomenal and it's still good signs. I don't think it's doom and gloom across the board for everyone no. or everything yet. So it's really good to hear about like from the different types of people you're talking to uh, about people like, yeah, maybe we're not growing, but we're not shrinking. So, yeah, exactly. you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, no, as long as you didn't over plan and over project or hire too fast or buy a new car or spend too much money on a new house or whatever it is. And, if you're not doing all that stuff, then okay, like we're staying the same, like or we're growing a little bit, or we're growing yeah. a little bit slower. Okay, like that's not so bad. Yeah, deal with it. Uh, yeah, so I think that's that's really interesting. I think that's a good thing to keep checking in on and keep uh, thinking about. Um, yeah, dude, real. I had to. I have to go back to it. I almost like lost it. We can make. We order new inventory, and we get it. Within a week. I'm sorry. Seven days. <laughs> yeah. I For think I, Peter, if you're listening, correct me, but, uh, <laughs> or like, don't hold me to that people. But like, since all this, like supplies and materials are local and made here, it's not that far away from like the retail store or our warehouse. So they're like, oh yeah, we'll go and do inventory on Saturday or Sunday. And then by the next weekend, it'll be ready to go. So if we do get this machine moving, <laughs> like we can get it moving, moving. Cause yeah, you can. 
Because uh, if you've get, got I, that much cash tied up in inventory and your lead time is seven days, and let's say everything's getting put on like net 60, net 90 terms, holy smokes. Yeah, see, that's what, I'm, that's what I need to figure out is, okay, cool. Do we have, do we need to like, is it 100% cash up front? Is it 50-50? Is it yep. whatever? Like, can we negotiate like stuff like that? Can we use a freaking Parker or whatever okay. card that like put like pushes 30, 60 days out? I was gonna I, say like the guys are obvi. There is a whole thread on this that is unbelievable of just like, you know, ask, ask your vendors for like, you know, charge us an extra 3%, give us an extra 90 days. Okay, then we're gonna put it on Parker. Then we're gonna put it on something else. Then we're gonna take a like motion cash advance. Like by the time we're done, we got like 360 days of runway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's I'm gonna try and find insane. It. Damn smart. Yeah. yeah. That thread was nuts. Uh, and he went on a couple different podcasts now and talked about it. Yeah, he did. Um, I think definitely on e-commerce playbook with Andrew Ferris. And then <laughs> I think with the guy from pencil, maybe, um, chase, uh, I don't know, I forget, but I th yeah. I've seen him pop up a few times talking about that. I think thread there so there's, there's stuff like that, you know, that like, okay, if you want to grow and go faster, we can't. And mm -hmm. like, if we are able to acquire more efficiently, if we're able to have any level of retention, mm -hmm. uh, I already am thinking long-term of like, cool, every year. Okay, so the stat, before I go into that, the stat <laughs> is you should you should buy a mattress every seven to 10 years. Yep. Okay, so with that in mind, that's long-term. Like, that's not like a lot of these D2C brands. That's oh, 60 it's days. 30, 30, 30, 45 <laughs> days, like, Get your automated flow set up. Oh, are you out of your product? Like it's a, it's a hundred, like $500 mattress. Like you don't yep. just buy another one in 60 days. My thinking is six months or 12 months. I like, whether it's literally me, cause I'll have, I'll probably have time. Mm -hmm. And like, either I, I email them. We do a post pilot postcard. There's a text or literally, I think some of the demographics older, we literally call them. Yeah. How's it going? How are you enjoying your mattress? How do you like it? We really appreciate it. It's been a year anniversary since you got your mattress and make it a thing and yep. be like, cool. Oh, we got your customer review already. Would you mind? Like, would you like to like post a picture for us and tag us? Like, oh, if you want to refer a friend, like here, we'll give you $50 off, or we'll give you a free, send out free pillow. Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that. I'm thinking ahead of already because if I know how good the product is and the quality and it is good. I have to think long-term and cool people like they have a spouse, they have kids, they have friends, they have grandparents. There's cousins, like people know people. And that's like, as you know, with your brands is like one person telling three people, like we mentioned a few episodes yeah. ago, that's like, that's what you want. And that little touch point does not take much time, effort or no, money at all for me, but can result in another, either lifetime customer they'll come back in a few years oh we're gonna move or oh yeah, yeah do not like that bedroom like do not the kids bedroom the grandkids like whatever it is yeah and so that's like what i'm thinking ahead of two already of like how do i like not just acquire customers like on facebook and google yeah the first time purchase like it's so hard and weird because it is seven ten years but how do i get them to stay come back how do i make these natural touch points to yep. like, check in with them and then not squeeze more out of them, 
but had to squeeze more out of them in turn not, not in terms of money, but like I said, make sure they got a review. If they liked it, they post something about it or refer a friend. So mm. uh, I'm like, hey, I'll give you fifty bucks or a hundred bucks. Like, yeah. and you give your friend a hundred dollars off. Like, the less yeah. money I have to feed to Facebook and Google, that's that's great. I mean, silly things. Do they do they have like a hundred night sleep guarantee? Like a lot of these other big DTC darlings. Exactly. Could you do something very, very similar, like you know, day ninety, like literally pick up the phone or email them, like, "Hey, get on with your mattress." You, know, you got. Just, I, I want to let you know you got ten days remaining. Like, are you happy with it? If not, like, let's let's figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's really good. I I like included. I want to make sure that's included in either the abandoned cart sequences or the post purchase flows. You know, but mm-hmm. I think that's great to like take what I was just thinking, but do it much sooner. Yeah. And to like secure there, because we do have, I think it's a hundred exactly. Okay. And then a 10 year guarantee or lifetime guarantee. Wow. So it's, it's something like that. Um, so it's like, that's why I'm trying to think long-term. So I Definitely. think it's excellent to do that at the 90 day mark. It's three months, like good amount of time. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's like, you sleep on it once. Like, I don't know. You don't want to do it the next day after it got shipped and like, <laughs> no. Oh, it, didn't even sleep on it yet. I was out of town, like <laughs> or something. You're like, oh, it's kind of weird. So, uh, yeah, that three month that I need a mark. That's really smart, man. I think that's really good. And again, it could be me. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to talk to these people. Like, I'm from, I'm I'm Stumptown. I'm Team Stumptown. This is not just a client of mine. Like, this this is my job now. Yeah. And again, mattress salesman. Like, <laughs> I'm not just the, I'm not just slinging Facebook ads and Google and emails and website. Like, I want to get to know those people and talk to them and all that. I say this is, I mean, it's kind of cool because obviously, like, I'm, I'm assuming, I think you said it, it's, it's Peter that runs the business. He is also thinking along, like, this sort of seven to 10 year window. He's not thinking in, like, next quarter, we have to get this person back to buy another mattress. That's absolutely not. Check your head. Like, it's not where he is. Yep. So he's on, he's on that same long term time frame. Just it's how do we fantastic. keep expanding away from this local? We, we're, we're very well known in Portland. We, mm-hmm. we keep having good mattress in, uh, in store retail sales. That's going to keep going. They have good stuff. Yeah. How do I? How do we? Ex- how do we keep that same feeling? High quality product, good customer service, caring, yep. etc. Competitive pricing. Expand it on D 2 C. Expand it to other states. Yeah. And it's things like this that we're literally a team of going to be like a team of five. Like, and mm. I could do that and go. It's not like I'm getting a hundred batches purchases a day, bro. Like I we, the, the other day, we're like I have to mention this. I have to mention this. I forgot. I can't believe I almost forgot this. <laughs> that t- my announcement tweet, my yeah. little tweet thread. I didn't. Even, I put them in the fifth tweet of like Stumptown Mattress, the website, right? Yep. I doubled their traffic from my tweet thread for the day. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I crushed. I crashed the conversion rate because no one bought a mattress from my thread. But like you know, like that's how that's how small we're at. But we're still at a very decent overall like revenue because of the high AOV. Mm. So literally right now, a couple mattresses a day is great. <laughs> so if I can get that in the next year, if I get that to like consistently 10 or 12 yep. mattresses a day, like that's absurd. That's a huge, that's, and I have 12 months, like we got time to do that. Yeah. So it's so, it's so good. It's so cool. I'm so excited. Am I right in thinking like they have their own stores or they sell through resellers? 
they, I got it mixed up uh, if I mentioned a few episodes ago or in our conversations. So they used to have their own store. Okay. But recently it has been stumped town through the store of Mattress Lot. They are one of the brands there. And Very so cool. X okay. percentage of Mattress Lot sales are all stumped town. Yeah. So. Like that's going to keep happening. We could even, they haven't even run like any ads to help drive. Well, I was going to say that, stuff, you know, that's kind of the other thing that's running through my head is like, you know, it, as much as like, you've got this DTC play, like, you know, fast forward 12 months and say we've got, you know, Shopify is established. The ads are at a good place, size converting. Well, like, is there opportunity to then go to like, okay, let's go and find more retailers. Cause that just exponentially opens up the market. And equally we can point people that are on the website. of like, yeah, I'm not sure. Literally go down the street and try one. I think that is a play and I think that is really smart, but I think like you're saying, it is like 12 months from now. Yeah. It is, it is a big lever, but I don't think we're ready to pull it yet, but exactly. I'm glad you identified it as well. Cause it's, uh, that is, that is really good. It's like, there's all these levers to pull, but mm. we only have so much time and resources. And if we pull them all, <laughs> and like, you guys break. Might break. Might break. Like, <laughs> so I think this is all good and we're all on the right track and we're thinking the right way. Mm. Dude, and a postcard, if I do post pilot postcards for five hundred dollar mattress, six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred, like it's that's so worth it. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right? So and and I'm thinking, who's most likely gonna buy a mattress? It's generally older people. Yeah. Yep. And so they're most likely like Probably more them, likely yeah. to, yeah. Um, especially if it's like, oh yeah, my stumped town mattress, I sleep on every night. It's not yeah. like one of a dozen things that you have no, tried over the years. It's, it's like familiar things. and it's it's emotional. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I think there's so much here. I have a lot of like levers to pull. Don't want to pull them all. Um, I, 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 I briefly mentioned that TikTok play of like man on street style. And yeah, hang on. I, and like, that's what I wanted to come back to. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so on TikTok, at least here in the States, uh, at least on my TikTok, uh, my feed, and everyone's feed's different, but there's so many channels and so many like common interview styles of like, and, and uh, Balls does this, the wall trimmer shaver. Yep. Yeah, balls.co does this really well. Uh, I think they're in the UK, but so it's not just us. Um, <laughs> It's just simple, like iPhone or like lavalier mic, like hold, like asking people on the street, like a question or like a, a, it's a themed thing, right? I'm gonna have to so, go find this channel because I don't so, even want to know the questions that Bulls.co is asking people. Oh, on the street. there's a oh, uh, <laughs> do, you, do you like your balls shaved or not? <laughs> just, just okay, like, that is what's running through my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so instead of that, uh, for me, <laughs> it'd be like so. Uh, I, I get I get a college kid. I get someone that's right after college paying like 25, 30 bucks an hour. I don't know. And every, every, every week, a couple hours a week, I go in Portland and keep like, Hey, so, uh, do you like sleeping? <laughs> like how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Like if you could choose sleep over something, what would you pick? Like just basic, somewhat related topics and themes Yeah. and have them wearing a, him or her wearing a Sumptown shirt. Mm -hmm. And like, and do this in Portland, right? So it's like continuing to build up the, the local brand awareness, and keep, yep. but you know that, but also expanding the top of the funnel, the awareness, the content, yep. and um, just 
thinking of other ways instead of just pouring more money into Facebook and Google. Actually going back to like guerrilla marketing <laughs> tactics and something organic. You know, even if it's taking like that organic material and then pumping it through the system. Like, yeah. Yeah. So thinking that differently. <laughs> so, and like, I wouldn't do that because I'm Calif like where I'm at is very far from Portland. Yeah. So like, I'll go I'll visit. I'll go I want to see you just like build a bed in the middle of the street with a mattress on it and with a dude just running around and asking people what they think of sleep. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Not bad. But so, so why I'm thinking of other ways like that is like, we can't just pass out and seed mattresses that easily. I know, no. I know other brands do it. I know they do. And they have mm. these like partners and influencers and like, oh yeah, they just sent Nest or whatever, just sent me this thing. And it's like, yeah, I think you would be happy. Very, very selective if you were going to do that. Right. So very I think that's selective. a small, it's a very small lever. And so I, instead of that, I'd rather, you know, think of content or like, oh, like really think of a really good, like newsletter or podcast or YouTube series where it's like, we own it. It compounds over time. It's mm. organic. It's somewhat related. It's something I obviously like to do. Uh, yeah. And it's like something I can do. And so I'm thinking like that, but then again, compared to just, getting the right Google person in, actually doing email, actually having a real website. Those are the big levers and yep. they're much more, you know, pullable and there's a, big, there's a bigger outcome. Yep. Um, the own, I could, I could like, think, I could write a daily newsletter and it'll still take time to compound. Like, yep. so there's, I'm just thinking about the short, medium and long term with all this. And my, my, my buying cycle is much different than uh, a lot of these D2C products. So yeah, all that considered, so. Oh man, I'm, yeah, I'm man. excited to do what we do with it. Genuinely, like really, yeah. really yeah. excited yeah. to come back to this in 12 months and see where it's at. <laughs> it should be a shed load of fun. That's that's gonna yeah. be awesome. So I think that's uh, I think one of our longer episodes. We got <laughs> off on a rant about mattresses. So um, go to subcom.com and three pls. <laughs> uh, if we ever go to the UK, I know who to contact. Um, <laughs> Use map 10 at checkout at your Stumptown mattress. Uh, mostly <laughs> joking, but he, there's talks of getting me a, an influencer discount code just cause like, if I'm going to be talking about it and like, I'm, I'm chronically online, like why am I like, why not? Like kind of one of the faces of the brand. Like, exactly. Makes sense. Like, there's, there's no one else. The, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, um, that, that'd be cool. So, yeah. um, all right. This, uh, I think that's it. Uh, like, rate, review, message, comment, subscribe. These will actually be out. You should. This is be like the first one that gets published the week after all the initial ones are out. Yeah, so you, you actually made it. hear all these. So thanks so much, and uh, take care.